new wave new week new episode this is your girl amazing jay and i am spud and you're listening to culture and things the podcast so sit down relax and turn it up because we got shit to talk about yep yep Podcast. I am your boy Spud. Now I'm Amazing Jay. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the greatest of all times, past and presents. So we'll be discussing that a little later on in the show. Starting off, the Grammys was this past Sunday, so we're going to get into some things because uh, I was highly upset with some of the shit that happened. So starting off, song of the year uh, category, it was Lil Nas X, Lizzo, uh, Bella something and some other people and the girl bella i'm pretty sure that's her name billy is it billy or bella it's billy okay whatever she won song of the year and i felt like they snubbed lil nas x for song of the year hands down should have been song of the year i mean of course what is your reasoning billy english is one and Phineas is her brother. They won Song of the Year. Um, uh-huh. What are your reasoning for saying Lil Nas X should have got Song of the Year? He literally, his first song went over 19 weeks on as number one on the top 100 chart. Breaking the record of Mariah Carey's who had it on there since what? the 90s it's been a while since she was number one and mm-hmm. he broke that record off his first song not only that it was blazing the internet from people doing tiktoks with it people on twitter people doing like uh reenactments of it like that song blew up even with all the controversy behind it from the country music people wanting to take it off and not classify it as a country song that song hands down should have won song of the year and he got robbed of that he won best pop duo slash group performance right because that's a pop song okay i don't know how they categorize what song is what because if i'm not mistaken i think lizzo won for one like for r&b and lizzo is nowhere near an r&b artist she's 100 percent a pop artist right so trying to see the one that uh lizzo won i'm just like yeah best traditional r&b performance but what does she have that's r&b i never heard the song jerome by lizzo i don't know maybe that song shows off her r&b technique but i agree i do think about little nas x breaking that record it should have been a given that he got song of the year uh billy english like took home everything she took home song of the year album, album of, of the, of the year, year yeah. new artist of the year i am not a fan of hers i don't know any of her music but it just shows that the grammy is definitely lean towards white the white audience lean. Um, it's it's not lean it's four it's, um and they just kind of throw in a little sprinkle of color in there to make it seem like oh we're equal because just like who they have like the rap best rap album which was won by tyler the creator right 
Yeah. So it was Tyler the Creator for Igor, Revenge of Dream Dreamers Three, Dreamville, which is J Cole, J Cole, his his group, right? Championships, Meek Mill, I Am, I Was, Twenty One Savage, and the Lost Boy, YBN Corday, and like you said, uh, Igor won. I'm gonna play what Tyler Creator felt after he won that award. Um, but also, it sucks that whenever we, and I mean guys that look like me, do anything that's genre bending or that's anything, they always put it in a rap or urban category, which is, and I don't like that urban word, it's just a politically correct way to say the N-word to me. So when I hear that, I'm just like, why can't we just be in pop? Why can't it just, you know what I mean? So I felt like half of me feels like the rap nomination was a backhanded compliment. like. Oh, uh, my little cousin wants to play the game. Let's give him the unplugged controller so he could shut up and feel good about it. That that's could just be, you know, uh, acknowledged in the world. Um, so basically what he's saying in that clip is he feels like they group all the black people in the same category, R&B or, or hip hop or rap. He felt like his this album wasn't even a rap like it wasn't considered like a hip hop album. It was more of a pop album. And he says the word urban. He feels like it's just a another word for nigger. Cause it is. I agree. I haven't even heard his album, but I definitely look at Tyler the Creator as a pop artist, especially based off his performance. It was nothing rap or hip hop about that. Why do? Why would they even label he's that? Black, just like Lizzo. There's. I don't think Lizzo should be in the category of R and B because she's not R and B. She's a hundred percent pop to me. Right. I'm taking nothing from Lizzo. I just feel like she's pop. The Grammys were just like just a whole out it was really boring not a lot going on not a lot that i want to talk about it just proves that the grammys isn't for us and we should quit trying to force it to be for us they don't really want us there they only include us to say they included us you i feel like us as artists no not us because i'm not an artist but (laughs) like Black artists should be more in tune with our own award shows. Like, ha- keep that same energy when it's time for the BET Awards to come back or the uh, Soul Train Awards. Right. The shit that's made yeah, for Yeah, the us. shit that's... And it's not, oh, we're trying to separate. It's just like... It's like you're a flea at the picnic. You, that, that tick that keep coming, trying to get on my food, and I'm, I'm slapping you away. It's just like, we're not wanted there. And that's just the fact. Um, They did do a tribute for Nipsey Hussle, which included YG, Meek Mill, DJ, DJ Cali, Kurt Franklin, and it was okay. That's another one I felt like they just added it in there to... To the, please to yeah, the black people. because it was just like, with the Nipsey Hussle situation and the Grammys, I just felt like... They put it on her to say, oh, we, you know, we with y'all, you know. I, I don't feel like they, it was genuine. I just feel like it was something that was thrown in there. He was nominated last year, right? Yeah. And he actually won this year for something, but that didn't air on TV. He won twice because they also won um, I know was DJ for- Kelly and John Legend for their song. Together. Yeah. So that it- was aired on TV and then he won another award. That um, wasn't aired. And then like the whole situation with Diddy which I'm trying to look for now. I think it's on Complex page. That wasn't at the Grammys. Where was that at? That was at Cl- that was at a, his party he had before. But Grammys. he was still talking about the Grammys though. And it it's just it just furthermore asks a question like, yo, why are y'all giving the Grammys so much Nipsey Hussle won best rap performance 
Racks in the Middle. It was Nipsey Hussle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy. Roddy Rich was also part of the tribute. Gotcha. Yeah. So with with Diddy, here's some uh, clippets of Diddy talking about the Grammys' discrimination and lack of diversity. speech but he's still gonna have his ass there next year i don't think diddy was there this year at the grammys i didn't see him i don't know i don't i'm gonna be honest i legit had my head down that whole time in the phone yeah it was really and it it was was boring and it's not even because it was just boring like the performances was boring um not all of them not all of them lizzo did good uh did did good um um 
the Usher tri- uh the Usher Prince tribute was okay. Um Did we watch that? Yeah, we watched the whole I show. legit didn't know Usher performed until well, I got on Twitter and they was talking about it. I was I like I guess I'm just one sided because there's a lot of artists that I did not know. I mean Ariana Garden came on, we don't we don't she's yeah, not I, welcome in this house. Sure isn't. So we turned her off. Um Sure is not. But yeah, it was just a lot. I mean, I probably wouldn't watch it again next year. Yeah, this is nah. my first time like actually watching the Grammys full. Yeah, probably be my first and last time. Um, it was just so boring. Like, so all I can say is boring. In other music news, it's a lot of new music coming out. Um, it was who was that? Young and May. She uploaded a freestyle or a music video of her rapping a song that's that she made. I'm excited about that. Young Blue. He was in the studio showing. Uh, some music as well then uh k camp uploaded a video i know you asked about him a little while ago he uploaded a video of him and wiz khalifa in the studio too asking people do should they drop music so the internet's up for it so i'm excited about that man we need some new music out here you finally listened to the new meg the stallion b-i-t-c-h what did you think about that it was cool okay okay i know when in previous time you said you didn't see what was the hype so well let's re- le- i'd say it i just didn't see where she was gonna go in her career because right. her, all her songs were talking about the same thing okay. i mean this still is talking about the same thing a little bit but it's cool i just want to know like if she's gonna have like variety in her her catalog or it's gonna be constantly talking about the same thing your girl supposed to be megan trainer um has a song coming out with Nicki minaj friday really don't care i thought she was retired i wish she would somebody made a tweet and was like the women like the rap game for women has been so cool comic collecting since Nicki minaj quote unquote retired and i agree she just oh she she wears me out but speaking of her apparently meek mill was in a store with him and his dudes and her and her husband walked in the store and allegedly Meek Mill walked up, you know, to kind of squash whatever beef. And the husband, Kenneth, was not with it. And it was like, keep that same energy, trying to fight, ooh-ah, Um, And they had a little confrontation. And Meek Mill went on that with him. He was like, hey, I ain't on that kind of time. Ooh-ah, So it was just a conversation. No, no hands were thrown. But what I did not like is people were calling Meek soft. And I was just like, y'all need to grow the fuck up. At some point, you're not finna keep doing the same routine. Like, he literally just got his Our freedom. Papers, right? Yeah, like, yeah. why would he turn around for a nigga who don't have shit to lose? Because uh, he not a celebrity. He's just Nicki Minaj's husband. Right. So, and I mean, that's, at a certain point, you just be like, yo, I'm not finna sit here and argue with you. You won. Because, I mean, Boosie said the best. He's like, hey, let let y'all think I'm a sucker. Let y'all think whatever yeah, you cause want. Yeah, because he asked, he asked Meek to step outside to handle things one-on-one. You heard Meek Mill say, I'm a boss. Like, I ain't got time for that. It's like, don't waste your time. Like, you try to go over there and be an adult and, like, squash whatever beef. Like, I don't understand why it's beef. I just kind of feel like she kind of, like, Nikki is, always has drama around her. I don't know if she just feeds off of it or what. Or it could just, I don't like Nicki Minaj. Maybe that's how I feel. I don't know. Um. <laughs> But she just always have drama around her. And it always has to be about her or it's a problem. I just don't like her. So I'm not going to cut that at all. Also, her brother, he got 25 to life for the child rape case. Oh, child really? Mil- so I forgot all about that one. They uh, did it a few days ago. Enough about Nicki Minaj. Uh, let's get into... Um, 
some some good stuff, man. Punk coming back. Uh, for all y'all that don't know the With show, Ashton Kutcher. Yes, but new host. No, I don't want it's, it. It's it's not on MTV anymore. It's on a different station. I don't want so, it. So you sure? Who's the host? Who you think? I don't know because I want Ashton Kutcher. It's a rapper. Okay, Ashton Kutcher was a rapper. So right, who is it? Nick Cannon. No man. No. <laughs> so Chance the Rapper is hosting. I'm good. The new what? Really? I have to see it. Like you can't give me the silliness of Ashton Kutcher. I don't. I don't want it. It's Chance the Rapper. What that mean to me? He got a personality, man. So Chance the Rapper going to be hosting the new episodes of Punk that's coming out. It's going to be on some channel. I don't know, man. Ah, uh, these reboots. What is that? Is that QB? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that sounds like some like the like zoo an app shit. Or something. Yeah, like the zoo shit where they just put like Black China had her show on her and her mama and all them. Or you gotta like subscribe. I'm good. I don't need no more subscriptions. I know, right? I'm so, good. <laughs> but I'm gonna still check it out. If man. it ain't coming on Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, I'm st- I still got cable. God damn it, I'm good. Maybe, maybe we'll. we'll I had to it. see see some clips, but it's, it's Ashton a, Kutcher in it. Like, is he involved? No, Chance the rapper is the host of it. Oh no, he punked. Um, so the promo video that's going around, he punked uh, Meg Thee Stallion, so she was on there too. So I'm ex- I'm excited to see it, man. I miss punk, and for them to bring it back and add a younger person and a black person as the host, I'm I'm excited to see it, man. So that's coming out. I'm gonna have to check the date and see exactly when it comes out. But uh, the Ivory Park collection dropped, and fans were super mad because at the what about the fat people, B? <laughs> what about us? Like, you didn't even think about the plus size. That's messed up. She gave y'all an extra large. That ain't plus size. All right. She gave y'all an extra large. So- Man, that hurt. That hurt. We be in the stands jumping our fat asses for you. Like, it's 2020. Like, everything should come with plus size at this point. Nah, fam. Exclusive. So everybody was, you know, she did the whole PR stunt where... She was sending everybody these orange uh, boxes and uh, a few people that got some Reese Witherspoon's got one. Uh, and also Meg Thee Stallion got one. There were so many more people. Kim Kardashian. She finally got people. hers. Right. A few. You said two people. She sent it to so many people. She sent it to Kelly Rowland. She sent it to Lala. She sent it to pretty much anybody who's anybody got one of these boxes. The, the collection, I'm going to be honest, it was, on, it was Lizzo, a few. Which I, What's she wearing? That one I was like, really? She had her dancer in the jumpsuit because she can't fit it. What she sent her? Some shoes? Like we get the shoes. Hey, them them shoes slap. Like no lie, them. They they're dope. Um, I mean her her collection is definitely some of the stuff I'm like, where the fuck you wearing that to? But a lot of the stuff you can wear in like everyday, you know, settings and um and active wear. So it was a I love the colorway. The joggers, that's what they call the uh night jogger shoes. What colorway is that? Uh, is that these. the uh the the orange and uh maroon ones? Yeah. So those I, I rock them. Like no lie, those is dope. And then you say Popeyes did like a Oh a, my so Popeyes <laughs> this it's basically the same thing, but it got Popeyes on it, like same colorway like of Ivy Park. It's ridiculous. Papa, sit y'all asses down. Like y'all came for Chick-fil-A with them sandwich, them greasy ass chicken sandwiches. 
Now the second time around, when it came back after the hype, it, the the Popeye sandwich was good. It was. But when we first got it, them it was workers trash. was at, had attitude. They was at work. They was over it. They didn't get for what they gave you. And it was made. It was. It was just like biting into a ball of grease. I have never ate a a greasy, non flavorful sandwich in my life. <laughs> Just, like it was bad but like after it came back for good you know the hype had kind of hot down you know the lines wouldn't wrapped around the building it was way better just papa sit y'all asses down kim Car- oh yeah kim kardashian she got one and i was just like man i hope the internet ain't mad at her because like that's gonna get repossessed like can you imagine shut up she's not gonna repossess that <laughs> box like she repossessed that like <laughs> You she took that light back with the quickness. Like, can you imagine security knocking on her door? Like, yeah, we gonna need that back. And like, what? Why? Why she wait so late to send it to her? Or did? Or did Kim just wait after everybody uh, finished uploading theirs to upload hers? Oh yeah, Eminem dropped some music too. He dropped the album and he also made like a I guess like a quoted Instagram where he was saying he was explaining the album and he was saying, "Gentle listeners, in today in today's wonderful world, murder has become." Um, so common lace that we are a society obsessed and fascinated by it i thought why not make a sport of it and murder over beats so before you jump the gun please allow me to explain he went on saying this album was not made for the squeamish if you are easily offended or unnerved at the screams of bloody murder this may not be the collection for you. Certain selections has been designed to shock the conscious, which may cause positive action. Unfortunately, darkness has truly fallen upon us. So you see murder in the instance isn't always literal nor pleasant. These bars are only meant for the sharpest knives in the drawer for the victims of this album may you rest peacefully for the rest of for the rest of you please listen more closely next time good night month my deepest sympathy eminem so apparently they he been getting backlash from his album so i'm gonna have to listen to it to see what happens and again i talk shit about eminem going into his little covey for four years of coming out and here he is not even two years later dropping a new album making some new music dissing nick cannon and shit so I'm a, I'm gonna listen to it because I had I didn't listen to the other one which I I wanted to because Eminem came back with like straight bangers man he got the song he was going at everybody then he got the song with Jordan Lucas that's my jam so he had straight bangers on there and uh, so I'm gonna have to give that a listen to speaking of Nick Nick Cannon so I'm gonna play the clip it for those who haven't heard it I was just like yo this nigga has nothing else to do in life. But to just, I don't know if you got like an album or something I coming out. Oh, I had it up. Oh, don't worry about Nick. Nick, okay, look, fine. Fine, okay? You want me to tell everybody? You want me to let everybody know about that? Okay, fine. Nick, I let you suck my dick. Okay? Fine, I said. I let Nick suck my dick. And, <laughs> and I liked it. It was okay. Fine. Nick, you sucked my dick. But everybody knows you did it as a female. But Nick, you sucked my dick. I don't want to say that. You know? <sighs> Nick been sucking dick. <laughs> Nick, you know you been sucking dick. 
<laughs> Mush mouth motherfucker. <laughs> you don't want me on wildin' out. Nick been sucking dick. Nick been everybody in the world gonna be like, Nick been sucking dick. <laughs> Nick been sucking So yeah, so I don't know what's up with Nick Cannon and why he got a target on his back, but him he spoke about it, but I, I didn't I I didn't read it. He wrote like a long ass. I have it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. He said, this is Nick Cannon. Uh, When I first saw this, I thought it was fucking hilarious. After putting a little effort and analytics thought to the situation, I figured what a great opportunity for a teachable moment. First off, let me say I am praying for the young brother Orlando, even though I don't really know him personally. I have always loved and enjoyed his talent and have been a fan of his past work. He was fucking brilliant in major pain and had us all laughing on that's so Raven. But that is another crucial example of when we allow our young artists to be prematurely exposed by this demonic business and let out and left out to fend for themselves. We need better support systems for our youth and take care of our own. I watch various of these young brothers videos and all I see is a crowd for help. So I don't know if there is any real leaders or solid individuals in this young man's life, but let's embrace him and tighten him up so he doesn't become another lost victim in these Hollywood circumstances. I, be- I indeed believe this brother has the God-given talent to be on Wildin' Out, but this definitely is ain't the way to go. It definitely ain't the way to audition. This actually hurts my heart to see that we have allowed Orlando, along with various other young gifted performers, we grew up loving to just dwindle away after these corporations make their billions off of them. Due to substance abuse and diagnosed disorders, our loved ones are now aimlessly begging for attention that were once given instead of the help they actually need, all while we sit back and just laugh. The most irresponsible parties involved in all of this is our media, the cultural conscious. For us to continue to post slander and tear one another down for clickbait to make these white supremacies, propagandic platforms, more money is deplorable. These tactics only destroy us. Really, in posts like this, who wins? We might chuckle, joke, pass the gossip on through our low frequency vibrations, but doing does it truly make you feel good? Especially knowing that there are higher powers looking down on you. It was more. He he finished it off saying, so I hold IR Heart Radio Complex World Star accountable. Marlon Wayans responded by saying, that's a long way to say, man, I ain't suck nobody dick. Could have said it simple. Fuck out of here. I get where he was going, though. Like, I understand what he's saying, but it was like, okay um but he I, I definitely feel like orlando does need help like even looking at the video i took nothing from it i didn't believe it for one minute hopefully he gets the help that he needs but we didn't need nick to preach to us yeah that was that was that was super long lecrae has been awarded the song of the seasons for the nfl it is for his song get back right and also reach records also signed a new artist i'm excited about that because you remember right after the concert they end up signing a female and now they brought in somebody else's brought in an, uh it was a, it's a male though i have some news so if you guys remember a while ago gabrielle union got fired from america got talent right um and she came back and said that some discrimination so terry cruz was on a talk show uh, this past week and they asked him about it and this is what Terry had to say. Is there a report? 
reports that her contract wasn't renewed because she reported um, a toxic atmosphere existed at the show. Um, you're at the show. Is, it, is there a toxic atmosphere? First of all, I can't speak for sexism because I'm not a woman, but I can't speak on behalf of any racism comments. That was never my experience on America's Got Talent. In fact, it was the most diverse place I have ever been in my 20 years of entertainment. The, 20, the top 10 acts were Asian, women, older, younger, uh, uh, black, white. It was everything in the, in the gamut. Now, I have to say this, too. When you look at what the allegations are about, yeah. um, it was given by an unnamed source. Uh, my thing is, you know, it, it's funny because I believe you should listen to women. You should always believe women. So I asked my wife what I should do. And she was like, first of all, if, if it's coming from an unnamed source, because Gabrielle Union has not made... But basically, he's saying he don't know what the fuck she's talking about. In the allegation, she was just saying, and she wasn't saying the acts, but like just behind the scenes, mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of issues about her hair, how she wore her hair. Right. And I mean, he wouldn't know what she went through. One, you a man. And two, y'all ain't by each other. You know what I'm saying? Some people might like you, but dislike this person. So at the end of the day, you can never speak on what the next person go through. It's just like when K. Michelle was coming out saying that old dude beat on women and beat her. And they was like, nah, he ain't do that. She just tripping. And then what happened? She fucking got her ass beat. So you can never know what the next person is going through, even though you there and know these people. You can never say, oh, this isn't true. Because she got upset from him responding. Yeah, she, she retweeted, man, we all agree to let the investigation be completed before speaking. But if we're doing this, oh, baby, let's go. Can someone please ask about what happened to all the diversity folks are talking about behind the scenes? Like legit, where the hell is all of the diversity in the production though, homie? In the decision making ranks, who controls the fate of the diversity in front of the camera? Why anyone would gleefully get up on TV and tell lies that no one disputed but we already know. I mean, it all come out in, in court. So um, in other news, uh, Drake has finally have 207 entries on the Hot 100 chart, tying the Glee cast for the most entries of all time. Uh, he's trying to beat that. He's trying to beat that record. So he responded to the accolade by posting a video saying just one more so he's definitely pushing to beat that which he'll he beat might it. he might because you know he just put out that music with him in future so i mean he might have one he might have one coming up uh speaking of the billboards 100 <sighs> selena gomez is finally number one for her album rare it beat it it beat Roddy's Rich album by 2,000 units. She had 112,000 and he had 110,000, which again, I think is bullshit because one, why that number so even? Two, after she pulled that little stunt begging everybody to go on there. I don't like that, man. Like that. Like, yo, let let people shine. Again, this is your third album that's number one so why couldn't you just let that man shine you and justin dweeber the box was still number one the song itself is doing good but he lost it with the albums got some news for you takashi fans he ain't getting out but 
his girlfriend posted a picture to them and she wrote this long capture basically explaining a situation uh she's saying that the the internet ain't been the same since he been locked up just wanted to give you guys an update on that one did you hear about that hunger games coming out with a new book i don't care <laughs> really yeah i'm gonna have to watch the movies i i don't really i haven't seen anything outside of that first one they was excited about the announcement of the new book and then when they announced it they was real pissed off about it uh they're doing a book about president snow in the hunger game prequels twitter wasn't excited about that so one person tweeted you mean to tell me i've waited years and pre-ordered the hunger game sequel thinking it was about max for it to be president snow origin story about a rich white boy becoming an authoring who loves check notes uh genocide <laughs> so they was real pissed off about it not being who they was they were saying there was so many other stories that they can go to and they chose that one so yeah and who is this bts group they famous in japan or china well they famous here too because like they got a, a tour coming out people been going like bad shit like i don't know who's worse when it comes to stands them or the beehive but they was on um what's the guy that do like the uh car karaoke jordan is it Corden? corby Corbin, yeah, so they was on there and they all thank you for making them feel comfortable and all this and that. And I was just like, yeah, these are grown ass people because I still don't know their what they qualify themselves as. Speaking of late night with Corbin, he was filming car karaoke with Justin Bieber mm-hmm. and people was upset that they realized that he wasn't driving. He okay. don't he don't drive during that. He's in the car. But the car is like on like the little wheels and yeah. everything. It's for safety. Then y'all be saying. And that's what I said. I say whoever <laughs> mad about him not driving need to turn in a driver's they license. Still, they still in a car. It's still cardboard. Just I'm like, this man be like dead ass looking in the back seat while driving and i'm just like yeah i couldn't be serious right now like they was upset about that because it was a picture circulating on the internet of the whole setup of them driving in a range rover and screw the person who ruined that that's like a known thing that so let me backtrack a little bit so the grammy so Lil Nas x had a his outfit for the grammy so he had on this bright pink um like cowboy outfit right it was bright pink for our younger listeners of people of this century who may not know who Pastor Troy is. Pastor Troy was a, a rapper, right? Right. Um, and he made a tweet or Instagram a post and he said, well, guess I won't be winning a Grammy if that's what I got to wear. They love to push this shit on our kids. The other day at Applebee's had some punk kissing and laughing, eating mozzarella sticks. First thing, my 14 year old son, he said, fuck Applebee's and it brought joy to my heart. He sees it, their agenda to take the masculinity from man, black men especially. Some may say he making money, RuPaul do too, but I ain't bumping his CD. Integrity is priceless. Y'all better open that third eye and let your sons know what, what is real. Or they ass gonna be heading down the old town road for real. Hashtag they gonna ride it till they can't no more. Hashtag black owned and independent. Hashtag not my son. Hashtag it ain't worth it. Hashtag take the road. Let's travel. 
hashtag you will get there. You will still get there. I hate this stigma of in the black community that because you're gay, that you're the world is trying to make you gay. I, I <laughs> just you and your son sound stupid. I mean, but I mean, some of it they do kind of push on you. But I mean, if it's the Grammys, like you expect crazy outfits like that. I mean, I don't see what you dissing the gay community for to to prove your point about anything. And guess what? Even if you did what that, you still probably wouldn't win a Grammy. So right, that's all we're gonna say about that because we can care less. I ain't giving him no more energy. I just it's just in twenty twenty. <laughs> I don't understand why we still having this conversation. Hey, speaking of conversations, let's let's talk about something real quick. Uh, a few years ago, Wendy's dropped a mixtape dissing uh every every. I mean, pretty much this Burger King, McDonald's, and somebody else, but. Wendy's really have an issue with McDonald's. Like, I don't know what they did to Wendy's, but it was a picture going around of McDonald's food truck and somebody tweeted, uh, let me find it. Said at Wendy's, what would you call this? And Wendy's like, is that a garbage truck? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like in the comments. And then, of course, UPS trash has commented too. And I was just like, UPS, don't y'all got some packages to be losing? Like, my y'all business. Y'all sitting there hopping on their status. I was just like, man, first the mixtape, now this. And I was like, yo, they just like, oh, whoever runs this account needs to get a raise. And, but yeah, it was, it was a lot, a lot going on. And I'm scrolling through to make sure that we covered everything that can be covered before we get into this uh, topic of the day here. Because I do want to talk about Zion Williams. You know, his first game was the other day. And he went 22 points, 4 for 4 from the three-pointer. So that was his NBA debut. Uh, So shout out to Zion. We're going to get into the topic of the day today. Uh, First off, we do want to send our condolences to Kobe Bryant. Yes. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi. And yeah. the other families that was other families in that were right? involved in that uh helicopter crash yeah. this past Sunday. So they say it was her and two of her other teammates and yeah. and their family. So with the passing of Kobe Bryant, of course, um at the Grammys they did put in a tribute to Kobe Bryant, uh, where they had his number, both eight and twenty-four, uh, lit up dur- throughout the show and Lil Nas X actually paid tribute to Kobe Bryant as well in his opening performance on the couch. Uh, he had his jersey on the chair. Um, Mark Cuban said that he was going to retire the number 24, uh, that nobody was going to be able to wear it uh, on the Dallas Maverick. And actually a few other players actually changed their, their jersey number. So like Terrence Roth, and Spencer did Willie. I said his last name wrong, but they stopped wearing the number number eight in honor of Kobe. They didn't want to wear the number, which I think is kind of backwards. Like, I feel like you should want to wear the number. Well, I know uh, Quinn Cook, uh-huh. who played for the Lakers, he changed his number to 26, which is Kobe's number, 24, and Gigi's number, too, because Gigi, his daughter, had the number right. two. 
and so it was for both of them. Okay. So he changed his number to number 26. That's weird because the dude Spencer, his, he changed his number to 20, 26. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. To represent both of them. I know they canceled the Tuesday game. Tuesday game, which the was the Lakers and, and the Clippers to give, you know, because it was hard to watch those players who had games the day of the that they announced that he passed. Yeah, like, can you imagine Crying. being at work and an announcement come on saying that your friend died? Like. Yeah, that, yeah, it was really hard. That's just a hard pill to swallow. Um, never expected for that. Because when I seen it, I was like, Kobe Bryant died. And he was like, what? And I, just how it came across, um, it came from TMZ. And they're not really credible all the time. But they were so eager to, like, put it out. Like, no one's family was, you know, informed. And yeah, the whole just... world knew before his wife knew. It was just a lot. That was heavy. And then to find out that his daughter was on the plane with him. That was his middle daughter. He has three other daughters. It's sad. Yeah, that's a hard pill to swallow. I'm pretty sure they're going to have it at the Staples Center to let fans in. I mean, we'll see. I know. I know. Uh, I think you should have maybe have a memorial. But as far as his funeral, I think it should be private. You think? Yeah. So just let the family. Because it's already a t- ton of people. Yeah. Right. And I and as it should, he touched a lot of lives. He was friends to a lot of people. Um, He was still very active. And it's just kind of sucked. The night before he had his last tweet was to LeBron. LeBron had just passed him in that game, and he was basically passing the torch to LeBron. And then the next day he he passed away. So that was that's just really hard. And um, like LeBron and like Wade said, everybody wanted to put it out there like it was a rivalry, but it was more of a brotherhood between them all. And yeah. So the last tweet was continue to move the game forward, King James. Much respect, brother. Then he got hashtag three three six four four. This is hard. Uh, yeah, man. It's just kind of like he like for that to be like his last. It was tweet. like he literally passed the torch to him. But yeah, with the greatest of all time, of course, you can't mention that without mentioning Kobe's name. I just don't like the fact that, like you said, people try to pin him against them. Yeah, I actually yeah. seen something like right after Kobe passed. I seen something that kind of draw my attention in a uh, sports. You know. It's mostly a lot in NBA. We're always pinning the players against each other. Right. Team. Of course, it's always stem from, oh, who's better, MJ or LeBron? And it's just like, yo, MJ was great in his era. It's a new era. Therefore, it's a new GOAT. And this post said, after today, I am done with the who is better discussion between the, these three. And the three is a picture of um, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James. Um, and say Jordan is still here, Kobe is gone, and LeBron is still playing. They were slash are all great in their own era. The man in the middle set the standard, and in the middle is Jordan. The man on the left and the right, the man on the left and the right, built upon that foundation to become just as great as he is. Much respect and love. Over three thousand games played, fourteen championships, and over a hundred thousand points total. The three greatest players in the game of basketball in my lifetime. Hashtag Black Mamba Forever. Hashtag Forward Focus. I agree. When I think of a GOAT, and I know it's the greatest player, the greatest of all time, right? right. Um, I look at that as in errors. Um, Absolutely. I feel like not in 2020 should we still be saying that Michael Jordan is the GOAT because this is a different era. He haven't played in a exactly in a decade so we have to move on it has to be like a steady climbing a rising of new people who make that list because it's constant new stars coming out it's new records are being broken um so you can't 
say this person is still the GOAT when his records have been broken and somebody has broken them. Exactly. Um, I just feel like to constantly pin them against each other, it really gets under my skin. It's just like a bittersweet thing because now Kobe is is not here anymore. The conversation, like this says, we shouldn't always have to pin them against each other. Um, and I honestly blame Jordan for that. He he definitely embraced Kobe right. more than he embraced LeBron. Which, I, so I In don't my know. Opinion. Yeah, so I don't know what happened with that because so starting I, off, MJ and LeBron was real cool. They was tight in the beginning of M, uh, LeBron's career. Yeah, it started to me, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, when LeBron made that switch from Cleveland to Miami. Mm-hmm. Jordan made a statement about him not being loyal or switching teams yeah he said i uh in my day i always wanted to beat the greatest players not join them yeah which i call bullshit and that i feel stems this hate for lebron once he came out and said that because in the world of nba we hold what he says is a higher standard right Mm -hmm. like he he's the goat you know you guys say he's the goat so when this goat goes against a player or or say says something against his player you're gonna get this big like form of people that is gonna and it just like stuck so whatever LeBron does, it's against him. I honestly feel like where a player decides to play, we don't know the back end of the story. We don't know why. We speculate mm-hmm. why. We don't know why they make decisions to play for who they want to play for. I do know that him and Wade are best friends. Right. He wanted to play with his brother. Like it, I mean, but here's my thing. With and it that. wasn't like he went and a big three is normal. Right. So I don't get where that saying came as if it was a super team. Right. People don't know the difference because Jordan, you had a supporting cast. You did not win those championships on your own. He had a big three, just like right. LeBron you had Robin, Pippen, and you, right? Exactly. So I don't get his state. I don't like Jordan. Um, <laughs> I'm very vocal with who I just don't like. I don't like how he moved. It's like calculated, and he played a huge part in this LeBron hate train that LeBron had to deal with for his whole career. No matter what he did, it was a constant hate. Not his whole career. What his career once he left to Miami. It was this whole hate train. And maybe once they seen when he did go to the Lakers, how how Kobe was like, yeah, this is good. How he was at the game. You know, maybe they see that. Man, that's just one dude post. They still going to continue to do this whole panning people against it. Because they do it outside of, they do it outside of of basketball. It's not just basketball that they try to pin us against. They, They do it in all types of things. And we'll get into that too. But. But as far as like the basketball goes with everybody putting Jordan on the thing like now you know they trying to get the NBA to change the logo to Kobe and I'm like it's not going to happen two reasons one if they ain't paying the person that's doing it now and not admitting that that's him then why would they change it to somebody admitting that hey we changed this person now we got to pay royalties to this person because it's him two kobe isn't the only great player out there you know what i'm saying because you still again you still got michael jordan which y'all put at the top of the chain so i felt like if they change it for kobe bryant it's gonna start a snowball effect of Okay, now if MJ passed away, all his fans want them to change the logo to Michael Jordan, which 
the NBA got well enough money to do so they can do like a limited edition logo change to show they honor it's, it's possible to do it but I feel like it'll be a snowball effect that they wouldn't want to open up and that's why I think they're not going to change it but like they starting like a petition and everything to get it to go I don't feel like they should do it just off of the fact of Kobe isn't the only great great player I feel like because of the time is like yeah well, it's an emotional thing, but I, I feel like that'll open up a can of worms for future Hall of Famers who pass away. Because again, like you said, you got Jordan, but even before Jordan, like, I, and that's why I don't get why they consider Jordan just like the greatest of all time when it was greats before him. You know what I'm saying? Like looking at the the list of overall scoring and Jordan not even in like the top five or the top 10 on the list. So as was what the, overall score. Yeah. He was like five. He, was? he got passed. Yeah. Oh, but um, yeah. I just, I feel like Jordan's still relevant because of his shoes. A hundred percent. Like it's simple as that because again, it's, it's other great players before Jordan. You had Wilt Chamberlain, you got Irvin magic Johnson. Um, you got uh, Jerry West, the actual person from the NBA logo. Larry Bird is so many great players that came before Jordan. And then even after Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can you sit here and say LeBron isn't great? LeBron don't compare to Jordan. It's like, no, yes, he does. He got the, the stats to prove it. Like, I just felt like I just hate when they do that comparison. I just don't like regardless of what team he play for, he he beating these records. It's not like yeah. it's proof in the pudding. Like he's he's beating this regardless of what team he play for, where he go, what he do, he's beating these records and it is what it is. You can't down a player because they don't stay with one team their whole career. Right. Cause he retired. Jordan, you retired to play golf. Uh no, you retired to play baseball. And then came back. You didn't go back to the Bulls when you came back. You went to Washington. So how can you fault a man for wanting to go somewhere else? And then he came back to Cleveland and left and went to L.A. And then people always say, oh, well, he made a super team. And it's like, no, he, he made didn't. a big three. He made a big three, which that big three, it was only two great players. Chris Bosh had to work his way up to where he was at it didn't just happen like that Chris Bosh had to elevate his game to run with LeBron and Dwayne Wade and luckily he had a supporting cast that was great so they can get those back-to-back championships but a super team is the Golden State Warriors they they had a big three at first and it wasn't really well I guess it's still considered a big three because it was three players but you had Curry, um, Clay, yeah, Clay and Draymond. That was a big three. That was fantastic. But then you start adding in fucking Cousins, KD. They had JaVale McGee on there at some point. When they had Andre Iguodaba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but he was already on there, though. And he was more so, I guess he, well, you, I, you can't, you can't, you right. You can't play out Iggy because Iggy puts in work. So definitely Andre Iguodala, I'll put him in there. That's that's a super team. You know, even when LeBron went back to the, to the Cavs, it wasn't really a super team. It, it was wasn't. Just, it was him, 
Love and Kyrie. Right. A big three. With the GOAT conversation, my whole thing with it, it's really simple for me. Uh, it's a new era. It's it's a GOAT for each era. And we can't keep letting one person be the GOAT who hasn't played in in a decade. In the era, Jordan was a GOAT. And you had Kobe. He was a GOAT of his era. And in this era, LeBron is a GOAT. Exactly. Suck it up. And it's it's funny with the whole pinning each other against things, because even Cardi B has said something about it, because they they do it in music too, and that's why I wanted to expand more so on uh, the topic being more than basketball, because it is so many other era, era other things where people kind of pinned it against. Uh, should we say that for a different episode, or should we talk about it? Save it. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cut and dry with goat talk. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, Michael Jordan is the goat of the nineties. Simple as that. Yes. Kobe Bryant was the goat of early 2000s. Now LeBron James is the current goat. It's simple as that. It doesn't have to be, oh, it's Michael Jordan over nothing. And that's how they act. Like even with 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 Tyrell, Tyrell like twenty one, and he's saying that Michael Jordan was the goat. And I'm like, nigga, you never was. You weren't even alive when Michael Jordan was playing, but yet here you are calling him the greatest of all time. And it's like, no, he he came in and changed the game. Yes, he did. After that, Kobe came in and continued to elevate what Michael Jordan started. And now, the torch LeBron. Has been passed to LeBron. Yeah, so simple as that. And even outside of go talk, like you got Dwayne Wade, he's considered a go, but he's not the king. And I think it's more so of there can only be one person over everybody. It can't be oh these are a group of the greatest of all time basketball players. It's always that one person in the black community it can never be multiple people because again when you look at it you got players like Dwayne Wade even Chris now Paul yeah Carmelo Anthony all great p- players in their position and Wade LeBron Carmelo and Chris Paul all right. came in together they was all in the same JF class and they dominated their positions and again they're and then all you got great younger people you got Durant you got Westbrook you got Harden Kyrie Kyrie you got it's it's so many great players that maybe if sometimes in as the eras as you keep going it may be more than one goat but it was all it was even like that in the old days like you had Reggie Miller you had uh Ray Allen it was it was so many people who even Shaq like how can you sit here and Shaq Dwight Howard I just think people need to understand a basketball team can't run off one player right you got your point guard. You, you need a center. You exactly. need your your small forward. You need you need these key people on the team to make you go. Jordan didn't get them rings by himself. Exactly. Kobe didn't get his rings by himself. LeBron didn't get his rings by himself. Like you need though that supporting cast to make it one. So I honestly sometimes I honestly feel like the go conversation should be dead. Like you have teams that dominate that work really good together and that's just what it is there wouldn't be Kobe without Shaq there wouldn't you know what I'm saying like you there wouldn't be Jordan without Pippen and and Rodman like the they play key factors 
in the success of this team one player didn't do all five of these roles and that's what and that's what people do like i hate when they when they say oh jordan better than lebron he's the 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 goat he he got more rings and i'm like that's a team effort like people talk about oh lebron had x amount of playoff appearance but only got these amount of rings and it's like at the end of the day when they did oh lebron missed the the uh playoffs and all that and i was just like okay again that's a team effort it's not just lebron out there playing all five but positions then, but then when lebron go into his mode where he doing he a ball hog <laughs> he want to do everything it's just like <laughs> It's no winning for losing with people. I have learned that it, it's going to be trolls and anything. The internet has made it to where everybody feel like their opinion needs to be voiced and it matters and you need to hear it. I don't want to hear the shit. At the end of the day, these are great players and under them are other great players and so forth and so on. It's a team and it's not a team of one. And you you just have that star player that is just that good a player where he makes open moves for the team. You know, he's that go-to. Right. And that's what Jordan was. That was That's what Kobe was. That's what LeBron is. And that's just the fact of it. On Wade's team, that's what he was. Chris Paul is that on you know what I'm saying like exactly. they are that go-to player but they still have a supporting cast to get them to where they are and they have great players backing them to get the team to where they are and that's just the reality of it exactly so that's all we have to say about that I mean like I said it can be more than one goat because again there are more than one great players so stop pinning them against each other and move on. So speaking of moving on, we're going to move right along to the outro of this episode. So let us know down in the comments below. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Culture and Things to Podcast. We're also on Instagram at Culture and Things to Podcast. Let us know how you feel in regards to the GOAT. Do you agree, disagree? Let us know. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, what's the next episode? Next week's episode is Black Marketing. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait to see that. We're going to discuss that. So. Until next time, I am your boy Spud. And I'm your girl Amazing J. And this is Culture and Things, the podcast. Peace.